0: Okay, we're we're recording right now. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a returning guest, a very special guest. We've done a couple shows. We talked about MK Ultra in our last show, and I had him back on. We're going to talk about this phenomenon of mass shootings involving men who feel like they're be you know either hearing voices or something else is very much strange about a lot of these shootings that have really taken place over the last 30, 40 years. And Dr. Eric Karlstrom, he has a website. It's 911 NWO. Is it one of them? He has many other websites, which I'll include in the show notes, but he sent me a couple videos, which are really fascinating. One was titled the brief history of voice to go of God, weapons, psychic subversion, and propaganda trickery weaponized RF. And then the other one was, the True Evil Behind America's Mass School Shootings, and that was done by a guy named Reese. But uh, we're going to talk again about a bunch of names that people may be familiar with in a bunch of events. So I'm delighted to have back Dr. Eric Carlstrom. Thanks for coming back on the show.
1: Always a pleasure, William. Um, in these uh, incredible times that we're living in where the elite has access to technologies, that, uh, you know, 90, 95% of the public are completely unaware of, which gives them an enormous, uh, tactical advantage in controlling the masses, which seems to be their goal. Um, yeah, this is a very, very, uh, important and dark topic. Uh, as you know, well, uh, goes back, uh, many, many, many decades. And this is right coming right out of our, uh, you know, military and intelligence agencies as teamed up with our very top scientists. Since World War II in ways to control the, the population through uh, remote electronic means, for instance, uh, radio frequencies, uh, which they had developed back in the 40s and 50s and 60s. And now, of course, they're very, very, very advanced in this. And I think this is the, one of the areas that uh, is most important for me, uh, for uh, uh, Americans and, and citizens of the world to understand that the elite, the, the deep state has access to these technologies that can make people go crazy and do crazy things like these uh, schoolyard shootings. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, so
0: they have this, they've been working on this technology. MK Ultra started in 1953, but they had earlier stuff. I know that Helms, who became the head of the CIA, was involved in it during World War II under the OSS. So they're always involved in social control. And that was really the goal of mK ultra and all of its sub projects was social control and you have a, done a lot of studies on that on your website but they were always trying to they were trying to get programmed assassins they really were trying to create this programmed assassin right
1: yeah and, and- Absolutely, you know, and, and actually this does go back to World War II. Uh, I, and again, here we have this, this teaming up of some of our best, most brilliant scientists with intelligence agencies and the military, even going back to World War II. A, a professor, George Estabrooks, high level Mason at Colgate University actually approached the Department of Defense during World War II and said, Hey, I can make, uh, through hypnosis, I can make multiple personality, uh, in a Manchurian candidate someone who can be triggered through hypnosis to go from their front personality to a subalter personality, which they have created. So these subaltered personalities created by psychiatrists. And then this, this person can be programmed, as you say, to kill. This goes back to 1942 and Esther Brooks has a book uh, on this, you know, on hypnotism and how this can be used. But then when MKUltra started, you know, uh, building not only on the work of the British with the uh, uh, Tavistock Institute, which had been going on these kinds of psychological warfare programs since the World War I, and not only on the backs of all the Joseph Mengele horrendous uh, human experimentation of World War II by the Nazis, uh, then the, the OSS and the CIA pick up the ball and move it forward with MKUltra project bluebird project artichoke project often uh stargate and uh, remote viewing and all kinds of things uh and, uh and and then more and more this focused on the use of electromagnetic frequencies uh so the, the human brain is is much like a radio it sends and receives Information on these electromagnetic frequencies. And the information can be decoded by, uh, you know, uh, uh, electroencephalographic images, which a, which a, uh, uh, brilliant scientist from MAT named uh, Dr. Norbert Wiener, uh, figured out. He figured out how to decode these EEG squiggly lines, you know. Uh, he was a mathematician, uh, genius. And he, uh, you know, just much like your electrocardiogram, you see the readout, you know, if you're getting your heart checked, you see the lines going up and down. Well, this is what our, our brain gives off these frequencies as well. And they know which frequencies trigger which emotions, which even which can they can target particular organs. Uh They can uh, do an enormous amount of actually remote control of the human being remotely through these electromagnetic frequencies, which no one can see. And uh yeah, the, the people can be programmed to heal. Not only with hypnosis, as it was in the Estabrooks' day of 1942, but starting in the 50s with uh, uh, when Norbert Wiener invented this autocorrelator machine, and then MKUltra subproject uh, 119, Salby Cells, Texas Christian University. Uh, you know, was the goal was how to activate the human test subject remotely electronically. And that's 1959. And who have they been using for their uh, um, uh test subjects? Well, they've been using people that, you know, like prisoners, people who are, you know, at mental institutions. And more and more recently, uh, more and more individuals who uh, cross a line for someone high in power and maybe they're a whistleblower or a quote unquote dissident or maybe they, you know, uh, could be just about anybody now that becomes a targeted individual by the government. And many of these are used for these non-consensual uh, testing subjects. And these are terminal experiments, which is to say if the subject dies, that's fine. In fact, they often want to get rid of these people. So these are basically kill contracts uh, that the uh, Department of Homeland Security farms out, Uh, to their friends in the privatized intelligence and privatized security sector. So FBI, DHS, um, farm out these contracts through the fusion centers. We have 78 fusion centers now after 9-11. And uh, then they can go ahead and use an individual as a human test subject to see, you know, and test these non-lethal electronic weapons, quote-unquote non-lethal, directed energy weapons, neuro-weapons, the brain is the battlefield, according to Dr. James Giordano at Georgetown University, which has a huge history with MKUltra, MIT, Georgetown, McGill, you know, or UC McGill, Berkeley. Or
0: Cornell, yeah. there's all, they're
1: all Cornell, so many. Columbia. Stanford. Yeah, so- Yes, exactly, Stanford. It's so many of our very, very top universities have been and are involved in these programs. Uh, this is, this is a big big bucks, you know, uh, to, uh, use use neuroweapons and to test neuroweapons because the military doctrine has changed. We're now in the revolution of military affairs and now we're going to have the, the battle spaces everywhere. It's in your neighborhood. It's between your ears. And if they want to control the information between your ears, they can now access it, they can tap it, and they call it information warfare. They can add information, again, with these uh, uh, frequency weapons, and they can subtract, believe it or not, information from the human brain. And so these shooters, and we're getting now to the point of the shooters, uh, these these people are remotely now programmed uh, to kill. And other things, They you know, this goes back to the Manchurian Candidate. Uh, which, uh, the great movie in 1962, uh, by, uh, well, uh, starring Frank Sinatra and showing how the mind can be controlled so that an individual flips from his normal personality to this programmed personality. Now they're, they're the killer, you know, and you see this in this 1962 movie with, with, uh, uh Frank Sinatra. And, uh, you know, and then of course we move up to the 80s and we have the whole serial, serial killer phenomenon. And uh, David McGowan wrote a great book about this called Program to Kill, The Politics of Serial Murder. Well, these people were also programmed by our government to kill. And so these shooters are programmed by our government to kill. Now, why would they do that? Well, to control the population through terror through fear and of course they want us to give up our, our second amendment rights and give up our our guns so this is a way to control the population through fear to have these these orchestrated events where these individuals are themselves the victims the the killers are themselves the, the victims of these technologies. And then of course the society, the society will blame them for, you know, for all the damage. And it, you know, it's kind of the one lone nut, uh, scenario, you know, uh, well, he, he went off the edge, you know, uh, Myron May and Aaron Alexis and, and, uh, as you say, uh, Gendron,
0: yeah, the the, the, the Uvalde guy, his name is, uh, Salvador it, Ramos. Sorry. So the, yeah, all these guys have strange backgrounds, even to going back to Manchurian candidate, that was John Frankenheimer who drove Robert F. Kennedy to the Ambassador Hotel. The guy who literally the guy who directed the Manchurian candidate takes RFK to the Ambassador Hotel where Sirhan Sirhan, who is totally has something happened to him is framed as the killer of RFK. I mean you cannot write that stuff it's unbelievable so they were looking back at this program killer back in the early 60s and were in
1: 2022 so
0: Okay we're so, far past that.
1: Yeah let, let me let me just add a wrinkle to that okay the uh, great first book on this i think came out in 1978 by John Marks who was able to uh to do a FOIA request freedom of information act and get uh, 10 boxes of documents from the CIA which talked about the MKUltra uh, program that they had run from 1943 to at that time about 1963 and uh, um, uh G- helms richard helms the cia director had thought that he had uh, destroyed all the records but apparently they found this box in you know in a copy uh, copied in, in a financial records uh, part of the cia and they gave it to him and uh In his book, which really talks about the whole program, because what they did, he was State Department and he hired a bunch of people somehow uh, to go through these 10,000 pages of documents, 10 boxes or whatever, and figure out which of the 149 projects was carried out by which researcher at uh, something like 40 different major institutions, really, you know, top-notch institutions, and who the principal investigators were and what happened in each of these subprojects. And in his book, in a footnote, he says, Milton Klein, one of these top uh, hypnotist psychiatrists, said that it will take me three months, six, three months to make a patsy. That'd be, that'd be, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and Sir Hanser It takes me six months to make a shooter or a killer. That's with hypnosis. That's the old way. But then by, by the about 1959 or so, they had radio, hypnot, radio, uh, RH, uh, I see radio hypnotic intracerebral control. They were able to hypnotize somebody, uh, first of all, fragment their personalities into multiples, some of which would then be, you know, programmed to kill. And you can trigger them uh, into a subalter, pers- a killer subalter personality, which was formed by trauma based mind control. Some would say satanic ritual abuse. Um, and then they become your bio-robot slave. And this technology was discovered and discussed in the early 60s and was used probably in the Kennedy assassination in 1963. That's per a book by uh Solomon, well, pseudonym Lawrence Solomon, Were We Controlled? It came out in 1967. So wow. this, this, this is how long these people wow. have... Have been have been on top of these technologies, which really go back to the 40s and 50s and 60s, and have only become more sophisticated. Now that's all the system involves satellites, supercomputers, and uh, and direct uh, electronic communication with the uh, victims' brains. Um, it's you know we don't see it. It's so, right. It's, it's super
0: sinister. They're looking for people who can be easily hypnotized. Like people are on a spectrum, is my understanding. Some people cannot be hypnotized. And some people like Sirhan Sir hand, you can snap him into a different personality in like a matter of seconds.
1: Like he just flips. That's that's my understanding. Do you have you ever heard of anything like that? Like people are on it. Yeah, uh, sub- yeah. 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 There is a continuum and about one out of five uh or 20 percent of the population is highly dissociative, which is easy, easy to put them in a dissociative state. Where they just kind of you know kind of zone out like maybe you're meditating or something, and it's those people that are that are dissociative either genetically or through uh again tr- ritual abuse when they're children by the age of six um, that you create these dissociative um uh multiple personalities the and, and these people are created to be this way and, and this is, goes back to the illuminati you know and the the uh, secret societies and they they've been in control of. Politics for for many uh, centuries even, and they do this to their kids, you know, to make them kind of uh, you know super men and women who uh, will serve their cause, and it is it is a most disgusting uh, subject. I spent a whole year researching this in 2012, and I wrote a long article called uh, "Mind Control: History and Applications." And I reviewed about 50 books uh, for that, just read them. And then, you know, as as an academic, former university professor, I just did basically a literature survey and and then wrote the summary in that article and got to know the subject. But the point of my reason I'm talking about this, it was very, very uh, unsavory, uh, toxic, uh, evil, diabolical subject. And so I had to just kind of t- took me the whole year. I, I could have done it much faster if uh, if it wasn't so evil. I had to put it down and go for hikes, you know. And, right, I bet it, it's really it's, sinister. It's it's unbelievably demonic, you know.
0: This yeah. is demonic stuff. And, and they, so, there were many. There were people were assassins were created, but many people had their brains and lives destroyed through this experimentation. So it's not like they found a guy. And did it. But there I mean, there's examples, you and Cameron in, in Canada, like they had a payouts and all this stuff. It was a very long story, but they would de people. They were they were trying to erase them and then reintegrate their minds. And some people turned into vegetables and some people's personalities changed. Really horrible stuff. Without and they did it really in a very sinister way because they had them sign consent forms, but they didn't have informed consent because they didn't know they what they were getting. And and uh You and Cameron, they bought out curare, which is like one of the most neurotoxic things in the world. They were giving it to people without their consent, like all kinds of strange stuff. So there was a lot of wreckage. And so the, some of those people I'm old enough to remember homeless people and strange utterances and stuff like that. Some of those people were victims of some kind of mind control experiments. I, and it's out as strange as that sounds. I do believe that to be the case.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, there's, according to Byron, uh, Brian Coffron, who is one of these targeted individuals uh, who prior to being targeted actually worked in uh, security services uh, industry and was, you know, uh, himself doing the targeting of targeted individuals as part of his job. And then he kind of, his moral sense objected to that. And he kind of uh, came out and said, okay, here's what they're doing. What they're doing is, uh, and and this was, private industry, working with Amazon, SIS, Securities Industries uh, Services, uh, were, were getting these, uh, very, very brilliant people, uh, harassing them out of their homes and out of their secure jobs and then, and then kind of herding them up to the Seattle area where they would be homeless and they'd be put in these shelters that they would, that they would manage. <laughs> and then they would target their brains. And this is fairly recently in order to control them. So they become then the lab rats for a process which no doubt is meant to be used against all of us. So the, the very dark, evil nature of this whole thing is that the, the powers that be want total control, total population control. They do not want freedom of thought. They do not want free will. And again, if we go back through the history of the psychologists, you know, go back to Wilhelm Wundt, the, the father of modern psychology in germany back uh, oh gosh you know a couple hundred years ago and then follow him over to his student pavlov in russia uh, and pavlov's dog and all that stuff stimulus response again a mechanistic look at the human being it's like we're now we're 47 cents worth of chemicals you know there is nothing divine there is nothing sacred about the human it's just 47 cents worth of chemicals that we want to manipulate. And then you you follow it through the Tavistock Institute at World War II and onward with William Sargent, who was doing all every kind of conceivable way with lobotomies and electroshock and ECT therapy to uh, break the person's mind down. And then you go to the Nazis with Joseph Mengele and all the, you know, insane, brutal testing that he was doing. Uh, killing people in the process uh, with no regard for human life, the sanctity of human life. And then those Nazis came over in the paperclip operation, as you know, into the United States through the CIA, through the rat lines, through uh, Operation Paperclip. And they then took very prominent positions in the CIA's MKUltra mind control experiments and related projects, MKUltra being part of a much larger Manhattan project, of mind control, which is top secret, um, to this day, because I think the targeted individual program, uh, which I'm talking about in my gang stalking mindcontrolcults.com website, uh, because I am a targeted individual now, it's a matter of survival for us TIs to know what's going on. Um, these are terminal experiments and they're, they're classified. They're black operations. They're unacknowledged special access programs. According to TargetedJustice.com, which is one of the better websites on this subject, is, you know, the, the the head of Department of Justice, Department of Defense, Department of uh, Homeland Security, all of these, you know, major cabinet positions would be in on this. And uh, according to Depar- uh, Targeted Justice, Dick Cheney is heading it up. It's hard to for me to imagine that Cheney is still that active at his age but this is this is extremely dark and it has everything to do with what Noah Yuval Noah Harari is talking about uh nowadays with uh, you know giving up your free will and we will completely monitor you uh inside and out monitor your brain monitor your thoughts hook you up to our pentagon cloud and you'll now be our slave well i mean this is the opposite of everything that is sacred uh, to me, you know, life, right. li- life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, you know, and, and to which our constitution is all about. Uh, but these guys have done, have done an enormous theft of, of uh, every kind of resource, including now human resources. They've been doing that. They, they can take ideas right out of our brains without us knowing with these technologies. And again, going back to our shooter phenomenon, um, yeah, James Holmes, uh, um, and and the Columbine shooters, uh, these young men were were basically traumatized uh through electromagnetic frequencies and other things like even like rape um uh right. to become in fact Manchurian candidates. And uh, this is what's uh, called the monarch program, which is the militarized version of the MK Ultra. In other words, how do we make a bio robot slave? So someone who will do our bidding. And of course, uh, uh, this can be uh, Manchurian candidate assassins, can be sex slaves, can be couriers who who have excellent memories and mind files, who report back to their handlers. So we're really deep into the world of spiedom here. Spies won World War II. Spies have been managing the world ever since for the power elite. And, uh, you know, once I, you know, get further and further into the subject, yeah, we got, you know, we have assets, we have handlers, and it looks a lot like the movie Enemy of the State, where all of the resources of the state, you know, can go after one person now, and or look like the James Bourne uh, movies, you know, and you see all these guys in a military chain of command and their computer screens and their you know, they've got millions, if not billions of dollars worth of equipment, and they're going after one person. And uh, and this objective was stated by the Aspen Institute, you know, said, so we're going to change our focus now and we're going to go after individuals. Well, that's what they're doing. They're going after individuals. And and, and one way, they do that. And one of the products of that is to create these shooters like uh, Aaron Alexis and Myron May and and now this guy in Uvalde. And and then, of course, the press is complicit because they spin the story. The way that the intelligence agencies, the deep state want to tell it right. uh, so that we then now should give up our guns. When, in fact, the whole thing is created and orchestrated by the deep state, the CIA, the military uh, and their private consulting firms like Lockheed Martin, et cetera. Um, yeah, that's very, very dark. No,
0: That was it. And Lockheed Martin was attached to Columbine. Right. So that whole military industrial complex com- c- corporation. Like set up Columbine, like so. Those two kids that were in there was uh, Harris and Klebold were yes. in, in that environment. Yeah. Which
1: yeah, scary. and of course the media prints oh they were goth, you know they were very dark kids, disturbed kids, and whatnot. No, those kids were were raped and and uh, destroyed, you know either by Lockheed Martin or by our government to fulfill this function. And you notice, of course, the way the police handled it. They didn't go in there and stop it. They stood back just like they did at Uvalde so that that it could run its course. So you have this, you know, unbelievably corrupt uh, system. The people that we pay to protect us, the police, uh, the FBI, uh, the CIA, they're killing us, basically. And and they're, you know, I'm a target individual. This is a silent kill program. They are doing kill contracts on American citizens who are innocent, haven't committed any crimes, but have bothered somebody in the high levels or they want to use us as test subjects for their brain projects, etc. Um, we have a criminal system and it's not going to fix itself. And the American people are going to have to step up to the plate and say, hey, we're not going to pay you to kill us. We're not going to pay you to genocide us because you you know you spent our social security, which is the reality. You know, I you know I have to tell you a story, William. My uncle was high in the CIA, and uh, you know, PhD political science, University of Chicago, mentor from uh, Hans Morgenthau, this you know German Illuminati. A Ph.D. economist, you know, Wheeler dealer. And, uh, you know, we had a pretty good relationship. He's a nice guy. But, you know, as I got older, I realized, you know, more and more of what he was about. And I remember him saying uh, at one point in the late 90s, when he was in his 80s or plus, he said, what are we going to do with all these old people? And, and of course, if I had been, you know, a, a little sharper and a little more, you know, confrontational, I might have said, well, I guess we'll just have to kill you, you know, but, uh, but that was the implication was that we're, you know, we don't, we can't keep this social security program going, which has, you know, we've spent the social security funds. Um So, you know, in order to uh, balance the budget, we're going to have to kill the creditors, you know, and that is exactly what they're doing now with the COVID thing and with the targeting thing, which is an ever expanding business, uh, which enlists large parts of the civilian sector uh, to really form de facto death squads to harass the targeted individuals to death. And I've heard several accounts of how when someone actually commits suicide, uh, they have parties. They sell So it has drawn upon a certain segment of society, which is, you know, really uh, sadistic and sick. And they get financial re- rewards, I'm sure. I mean, this is probably the reason they have the parties. They get a big bonus when somebody commits suicide, you know. So, you know, it, whereas
0: it's, it's it, really hard to believe. But if you look at all a lot of these killers, they were under the care of a psychiatrist or psychology juvenile diversion program for Harrison Klebold. You look back, there's a, uh, Holmes was, had tons of, uh, psychiatrists. So these guys are in the hands of people who may know more than just, uh, you know, talking about your, your problems. These guys may know other techniques. They may know to have the blue book, the handbook, right?
1: Yeah. You know, the dark side, the weaponization of psychology is at the core of this. And again, I was starting, you know, with the Wilhelm Wanda over to, over to, uh, uh, Pavlov, and then, and then up through William Sargent, and then we come up to, you know, uh, uh Joseph Mengele. All these guys must have been incredible sadists and, and psychopaths. Uh, and then we come over to America, and then we have William, uh, Norbert Wiener, and, and then we go through the Macy Conference, which is precursor to the MKUltra. And if we look at the people that were involved in that and what they did, uh, to victimize uh, innocent people such as you say, William. Uh, or Ewan Cameron, who uh, basically, you know, he put his uh, patients who came in with real minor complaints and he, you know, he, and he was head of the American Psychiatric Association, Canadian Psychiatric Association and the world at Psychiatric Association. You couldn't get more, you couldn't get more respectable. And yet he would take his patients and with electroshock therapy and, and LSD and drugs and, and things like that, he would put them in a coma for like four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and he would try to erase their personality um completely uh, back to a uh tabula rosa blank personality so that he could reprogram the individual. And uh, uh psychic driving was the erasing part, and then the the uh repatterning was done uh the it, it, this was in his assistant was a guy named Rosenberg uh, or something like that, who was actually an electrical engineer, not a psychiatrist, who would rig up uh, uh, taped messages through kind of a football helmet kind of thing. This is back in the 60s. And messages would go nonstop. You're terrible. Your mother hates you. You should kill yourself, you know, and and just reap. Reprogram the person so that they can be completely controlled. And this is what we see with so many of the targeted individuals now hearing these voices with voice to skull, a voice of God weapons, microwave hearing, synthetic telepathy, which again goes back to 40s and 50s technology, widely used to break down the personality. So while the CIA said, oh, we, you know, you and Cameron didn't come up with any, anything very useful. Well, in fact, they're using it in their TI program all over the world now in order to destroy people. Now, these are the people that we pay, William. These people should right. be, you know, at the very least in jail. I think they should be all hung. Um, and I think you know I've got the names on my website I mean these uh many of them uh who are directing the programs now who who brought us to this stage over the decades. I've got two thousand about two thousand posts on my gang stalking mind control cults dot com website i mean I'm to use the, i mean I'm a little bit angry about this you know this is a this is a takeover of the world by a small elite group which has garnered a control of the military-industrial and intelligence complexes, the press, and you know, the and, and I'm afraid academics. And uh, it's it's not a huge group in numbers, and yet they they're you know this scientific elite is running for the goalposts. Uh, they think they've got it in the bag. If you listen to you know Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari, right? Uh, these guys think they've they have beat us. And my, my inclination is, no, they haven't beat us. We outnumber them vastly in, in numbers and our God is on our side, not theirs. I mean, they're really working for Satan. I mean, this is, this is about as satanic as you can even imagine. And that's one of the, their, their best protections because most people can't even fathom how evil these people and these technologies are.
0: Right. And they're in total violation of the Hippocratic oath that, that, you know, kind of the gold star standard going back to ancient Greece that doctors are supposed to have for their patients. Don't poison them, do no harm, those types of things. They just there's actually a book on mind control that starts out I can't remember the title, but it starts out with the lines of the Hippocratic Oath because they violated that and the Nuremberg laws, right? So it's a violation of bottom
1: atomy. Yeah, I've got I've got several posts on all the laws that are being violated by this you know, there are about forty federal laws in addition to four or five of our you know, Bill of Rights rights, and and of course, about four of the Ten Commandments are violated by this targeting process, and the Nuremberg Code and the Geneva Convention, and you know it goes on and on and on. And we have actually anti-stalking laws, and it's it's a crime, it's treason to deprive an American citizen of their civil liberties, a under 18 Code 241, and it's been used successfully. What's happening is domestic terrorism. Although they will, they don't call it that. They, you know, they, they, they deny it. It's all, you know, denied. It. But it is domestic terrorism. It is torture. It is soft kill, silent kill, slow kill torture by these technologies with the people on the ground being the psychopath, gang stalkers, the perpetrators who are paid often very well, uh, to go ahead and uh, every day go out and, and harass and destroy the lives of their neighbors. So we have, in effect, we have death squads um all over America, very cleverly done, uh, run by the FBI and the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, and more recently I'm finding out your local police departments are wow. central to all this. So the police, your local police departments have contacts with their informers, and then they have the neighborhood watch and the, uh, COG, which went in under, uh, uh, no, that's of course the continuity of government. I'm talking about, uh, cops, uh, con- uh, what is it? Citizens on Patrol is one acronym name for that cops and the other is, uh, community oriented policing, which came through under the Clinton administration. And I believe Joseph Biden is the senator who, who, <laughs> who introduced that bill. So Biden wow. is exactly, you know, I mean, all of the top guys know about this and right. yet it's completely denied. And, uh, so really yeah, well, we're talking about a criminal criminal racket we're talking about a criminal conspiracy now in control of, of the united states of america of course the greatest nation in the world in terms of technology and wealth and right and perhaps, it's
0: totally un, it's never acknowledged you almost even in the in the alternative media it's not acknowledged they don't talk about this stuff and it's all it's all in books Like you can go back and see all the people who have sued you can see the lawsuits against you and cameron who's getting money from the CIA and the, the government of Canada. That was kind of a big scandal is that he was actually being financed by his own government, but nobody really wants to talk about it. But there's, there's so many, uh, I guess it would be called social, social control or mind control is involved in so many events in American history, post-World War II. It's like, how can you not acknowledge this? And they used to have, my understanding is that there was a line in the Nixon administration. I got to verify this. But it was a mind control hotline to see if the president need if there was a mind control subject they could use for political ends. It's unbelievable. That was, you know, 70s. So you're talking 50 years ago. Right. right. Have you ever heard that, the mind control hotline? No, I haven't heard that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that. I'll see if I can find that reference. Yeah. So it's – they lie about it, but it is. And it's all special access programming programs. So that means – It's super top secret, the information somewhere where you have to get, go through a variety of different doorways and guards, and then there's no computers in there. There's no, you're not allowed to take a phone, and everything that you see stays there, right? So that's how the special
1: access kind of things work. Right. Well, and yeah, just to fill you and my audience in, I mean, I spent 30 years as a physical geography professor at three universities, so my training is not in mind control or psychology uh but when i retired uh from a 30 year career in which i did what normal professors do in in my field um i started looking at some of the issues you know i already had a website 911nwo.com which you know pretty much proved what happened on 911 uh in you know distinction to what the official story is i had another one called naturalclimatechange.org because that's my field uh, and I knew for sure that the global warming thing was a scam and that it had enormous political implications, which are still coming down on us. And uh, then I had uh, started to research what's happening in the San Luis Valley area where I live in Colorado now, and uh, it's called San com, And uh, I've seen the kind of the, the criminal cabal, the racketing, racketeering group associated with the U.N., try to uh, – corner the uh, the profits on the multi-trillion dollar aquifer that we're sitting on here in the san luis valley and uh, the history of that is all on that website and so uh you know i can see that there would be many reasons why some individuals might want to have placed me on the terrorism watch list but of course they are the terrorists they did nine eleven. they orchestrated all these school shootings they did uh, um uh, you know, Oklahoma City, they did Ruby Ridge, they did, uh, you know, down the list of, of, uh, horrific terror events. These are all deep state government operations to, uh, control the people through terror and, uh, you know, Waco, you name it, the, the list goes on and on. And, uh, a friend of mine here in, in, uh, Crestone, where I live, looked up the school shooting phenomenon, found 291 such cases. Over, I don't know, the past 20 years, something like that. And so, yeah, it, it it is important to realize that the technology is there for the government to make these assassins, these Manchurian candidate assassins, bio-robot slaves electronically and remotely, and that this is the military's monarch program, which was used on people like uh, Bryce Taylor, uh, who wrote a book about it. Thanks for the memories. Her main handlers were Henry Kissinger and Bob Hope. Very smart lady. And she she traces a lot of it. The University of Southern California, um, uh certain departments and neurology and whatnot. And it was always couched in terms of science. You know, we're going to we're going to get the science on this. Well, you know, they controlled her like a bio robot slave. They had to do all kinds of operations. She was servicing all kinds of politicians sexually. She was getting their secrets because she had mind file capability and passing them on back to Henry Kissinger and others. Uh, so, you know, it's highly, highly top secret. And she could be accessed for anybody's pleasure that was, you know, in the, uh, of course, they're chosen because they they have, uh, you know, they're good looking or whatever and smart. But she wrote this book. Uh, I've read it. And I think she uh, is very credible. I think she's one of many who are one of these monarch mind controlled slaves these people are uh, programmed they are they're uh, multiple personality now they call it dissociative identity disorder it is imposed through traumatic experiences uh, trauma based mind control satanic ritual abuse uh, is another name for it and uh used to be had to be done the first 6 years often involving you know rape and that sort of thing but now i think it can be done what they're trying to do with the ti's is do it after 6 years old electronically by putting the victim through so much trauma that they can be controlled that way i know they've certainly done some traumatic things to me um but i'm you know i'm an old rock climber i've climbed mountains all over the world to me these guys are a bunch of you know a, a bunch of uh now, I won't say the word I'm thinking of. They're a bunch of wimps, you know. But it's the application of trauma. Like they're literally thinking,
0: are your your political figures or know that they're imposing trauma on the po- whole populations and individuals of the United States. So that's what 9/11, very good. a traumatic
1: event is, very, tra- very willfully good. traumatizing the population. Yeah. And it goes right. Right back to the Tavistock Institute, which was founded uh, during World War One in Britain, uh, funded supposedly by the Rothschilds. Uh, the the guy who headed that up, Sir William, Sir John Rawlings Rees, the third, John Lord Sir Doctor John Rawlings Rees the third. A brigadier general, I mean, how many titles can you get? And he this he was the head of the psychological warfare division of the British Army. And what they did, they immediately started studying shell shocked soldiers, which is PTSD, a post traumatic stress disorder, because they'd gone through trauma, they were in dissociated states, dissociative states, they were non functional, and they did not study them to try to heal them. They studied them to reverse the process so that they could put trauma in, lay trauma into the personality of individuals and do that. that by extension, they would use those same techniques to the whole population at large. So again, Eat out of their hand. It's, it's interesting that you bring that up because you
0: and Cameron, that was part of his process. It's so sinister, but he would get the people into a state through the torture that he put on them. They were their eat out of his hand. So... He would do things. This is how sinister what happened to these people is like, do you want me to stop the pain? Yes, doctor, please stop the pain. And then give them pain. And then he would say, do you want me to stop the pain? Yeah, please stop it. And then more pain. And it would just break them down into jellyfish. Really, this process of uh, imposing trauma and then getting them to eat out of his hands. Really incredible what they were really doing. And I guess it makes a person more suggestible. So once that's broken down, then they can tell them what to do because they don't want any pain to come back. That's part. I don't want to get into the details of how these are created, but that's part of that process.
1: That's what they learned through all
0: of that experimentation.
1: Exactly. Uh, anyway, so it, it, it always in the back of my mind, again, I read about 50 50- or more books on this and and the Tavistock Institute is so important that uh, Dr John Coleman wrote a book about this and uh, Daniel Estelin wrote another book about it but th- they were working on this again since uh, World War 1 and uh, apparently the, the these British psychiatrists and whatnot teamed up with the military again were really kind of obsessed with figuring out just the exact moment and just the exact thing that would break the spirit of their enemy or whatever, their victim. And, you know, they wanted to quantify this. And, you know, I feel like as a TI myself, as a lab rat, who is subjected to these frequencies and to this abuse of gang-stucking on the street, they, they you know, they're measuring everything, they're recording everything. Uh They want to know the exact moment when my personality breaks and they can control me. I mean, these are real sick, Incredible. sick really jerks, you know, yeah, Really, really sick. Yeah, because
0: here's the, here's the quote. Here's the quote. OK,
1: please continue. But I got the quote
0: for the hotline. I've got it. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so this yeah. is from I can't remember which book, but it goes early on. An information hotline was established between these people of money and power, people like Alan Dulles, Sid Gottlieb, Richard Nixon and others. This hotline enabled them to keep to be kept informed of the content of these experiments and who was participating. They, in turn, found ways of blackmailing certain of these politicians, doctors and scientists. So that they could control and manipulate some of these experiments. They hope to eventually benefit personally from certain research findings. Many of the experiments started under Bluebird Artichoke MKUltra continue behind the scenes covertly and independent of the funding and knowledge of our mo- of our government black project with black budgets. So it was even beyond the black projects and black, black budgets. Uh, yeah, so these guys knew. So you see those guys, Dulles is all over JFK. Nixon to Sid Gottlieb was known as the sorcerer, thought of himself as a hooded monk, so these guys are were thinking of themselves
1: like witches interesting uh, connection yeah. interesting connection because what they're doing of course is so dark um, yeah, it is a marriage of military dominance with with this occult witchcraft thing with academics and of yeah, course yeah. intelligence and it's this nexus of uh, this is you, which is brew um, of uh, scientism, I would call right. it. I was a physical geography professor, and I thought science was good. You went out and tried to discover the truth, but but scientism, as in global warming, and as in the 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 kind of thing that's gone into this COVID uh scripted covid uh, scenario this is using science to for to achieve a political agenda so right. you pick and choose you pick and choose the individuals who will play ball and come up with the right conclusion you reward those guys you know like phil jones at the climate research institute unit over at the university of east anglia in london um, uh, in in england uh, you know, to promote the global warming thing with these bogus models. And likewise, this guy, what is his name? Uh, uh, the, the guy who did the, uh, the models talking about how many people were going to die from COVID. Uh, he's right. also at British University. So what they get is these very corrupt scientists. Uh, and of course we see that in spades with these, with these sick psychiatrists. I think that they yeah. should be. They should be put. You know, they should be put away. I mean, I don't think that the the
0: the committees that looked into this stuff really successfully saw the enormity of it in '75. What was it? The um, not the two little committee. It was some that committee that they had from oh, the, 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 the senator yeah. church committee.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. didn't see
0: all of. They didn't get all the enormity of no, it. Oh no, that's a good it.
1: point. Yeah, they got the tip of the iceberg and they talked about it and they slapped the uh, the CIA on the wrist. And of course, what they did was they moved these mind control operations underground into the cults that they created. And uh, you know, Scientology and other UFO cults are, are, are created by the intelligence agencies. And uh, this is where they would do their uh, you know mind control experimentation. And uh, and now it's so just it's, out,
0: it's, now it's, yeah, it's interesting that you brought up Scientology because I've been reading about this MK Ultra. And I'm seeing these same type of personality test to get into your personality test is exactly like what the personality test in the introduction of Scientology it makes Scientology a sinister group even more sinister. It is so scary. Scientology is terrifying. You do not want to get involved in that. How much mind control they like they really they 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 did things that worked. Incredible. I'm surprised Scientology is even legal. Well, after I saw all of the mind control stuff in there, which I didn't before, they did they did incredible stuff. They they got into programming self so these so called things that are leading you up the bridge to total freedom, which is a total lie, are taking you down to hell of total control. And but they tell you that when you do these processes, and I'm not even gonna go do it, but you're self programming yourself. The way it was set up, whether it was done by Hubbard or somebody else, you become your own black psychologist. That's how deep it is.
1: Yeah. And if, if you dare to leave the cult, then they have what's called fair game, which is another synonym for gang stalking. Right. Uh,
0: That's so true. So that's the targeted individual gang stalking. So they will, they do all that stuff. That's a known element of getting out of Scientology.
1: Yeah. and, and the Masons have their version of it. It's it's called the white glove or secret dagger, silent dagger, slow dagger. So a lot of this is coming from this Masonry, which, of course, is based on this satanic program of the Jewish Kabbalah, which is Babylonian black magic, which is really seems to be the source of the occult, the darkest, most satanic occult, uh, which is embedded in a lot of these programs, I'm afraid. So, you know, we are looking at, at very, very diabolical forces here. Uh, And generally speaking, I don't you know, I think the people that are on the ground (laughs) stalking, I mean, they're they're letting people out of prison with, you know, plea bar, you know, you know, trade off. I'll let you do this if you go stalk people. So a lot of the people that I run into and other TIs run into are actual criminals that are, you know, given a deal by the police department or by the FBI to go do this work. And they're this work uh, of destroying other people's lives. And then they're paid a lot of money. And it's managed throughout of our police departments uh, and our Department of Homeland Security fusion centers. So, what well, we as a nation have gone down a very, very dark road of total population control, right. and and so we have to see that the shooter phenomenon is one of the domestic terror events that uh, is trying to keep the population in submission, in terror, uh, in control. And, of course, the targeted individual program is. And then, of course, the whole COVID thing with the, the vaccine, all of that is all part and parcel of this, you know, uh, uh, kind of scientific d- dictatorship to take down the the population and control it. Well, of course, right. that's the complete opposite of what our country stands for. So right. um, it, if you it, have me, those
0: people doing it. Yeah, it's mass formation psychosis. So they literally I, can create a formation
1: of people losing their rationality. No question. And it could never have been done without the weaponization of science and psychology. And and again, we go up through this list, Cameron, we go up and we talked about this in our last interview, you know, about the descent into hell, a rogues gallery hall of shame. I go through the name of about 44 of these individuals with their pictures and their bios and everything. We go through Jose Delgado, another CIA scientist, mind-control guy, who who invented the Stemosever implants that he put in monkeys to control their behavior and emotions. and uh, Put it into
0: a bowl, right? He's Spanish.
1: Put it into a bowl to stop it
0: from being aggressive. So it's psychosurgery.
1: Yeah, and of course these guys are
0: promoted by the deep state because of you know, it's very useful work for them. But he, right. testified- he went to Yale. He went from Spain to yeah. Yale, right? I think, right.
1: Right. which is very
0: telling. Just being at Yale is a red flag, well, huge red flag.
1: Yeah, Yale is the center, of course, a big center, uh, you know, skull and bones and everything. But uh, you know, he testified in front of Congress, I think, in the 70s. You know, people really don't have the right to. Determine their own uh, future and use their own minds and develop their own minds. That's an illusion, he says. You know, really, they don't have. We don't have that right. And uh, so, somehow or another, they're able to. You know, maybe through the John Gittinger's personality assessment system or whatever, they're able to find these brilliant scientists who are willing to work for these totalitarian aims. Uh, they probably filter out. For every Delgado and Cameron, they, I don't know, maybe they filter out one or two decent people who just decided not to do it. They but kill them. They killed him. That's what happened to Frank Olson. they I mean, his son believes
0: that the whole story that he went insane from LSD was a cover for him actually being one of the few known whistleblowers of these programs. He was a conscientious objector. He was troubled. According to his son, you can watch the documentary Wormwood, that, I mean, it's a one known CIA assassin technique is to throw somebody off a lot, you know, out of a hotel room or something. But he was complaining. He was thought he was morally wrong to conduct these experiments. And in 53, that's, that's what he was troubled about. They, they think that the covert uh, dose of LSD is a fake story to actually cover for the real assassination, according to his son. But you can see that Errol Morris was the director of the wormwood yeah. things. You
1: know, I've I've read enough books, you know, about this subject so that I've heard several versions of that story. In fact, there's a long book by John Albarelli called uh, A Terrible Mistake, and then it goes into the CIA's uh, mind control experiments. But uh, the the version that is most credible to me, William, is that... uh, uh, he was asked to go over to Germany. Now, this was a guy who was a PhD chemist who worked at the Edgewood Arsenal, you know, bioweapons kind of thing. But it was a relatively small bunch back then. So he was asked to go over with a group of CIA psychiatrists to a, quote, safe house in Germany where they were doing these, quote, unquote, terminal experiments on non-consensual human subjects. What he saw over there really threw him for a loop. And he came back really depressed because he realized what his group was doing, and this was again under Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, another chemist um, who who uh, was managing the mk ultra program and he was uh, his wife said he was very depressed for a while, and at that point, then Sid Gottlieb uh, actually put LSD in his wine or whatever he went off on a trip. And, uh, he became then a kind of a threat to the whole system. So what are we going to do about this guy who, who's not on board? And apparently he was at this conference or some, at this hotel or something on the 10th floor and a guy, another one of these CIA psychiatrists named Abrams, um, who was all into LSD research, um, and another one, maybe even Sid, Sid Godley, not only pushed him out the window, they hit him on the head, uh, with a hammer first. And that was discovered when uh, his son managed to do a second autopsy of the body, you know, 30, 40, 50 years later, they found this blow on the back of the head. So he was murdered, and he was murdered by these these CIA uh, psychopaths, you know. Um, so the bad guys got got rid of the good
0: guy, chucked him out of the thing, and then it, the whole thing continued to go. I got this reference from Gottlieb. It's, it's here. He said, when Gottlieb testified to a Senate committee, About his MK Ultra Mind Control program in 1975, he used the pseudonym Joseph Scheider, a reference to a 19th century lithograph of a hooded monk. It is godly as he saw himself, a mysterious guardian of esoteric knowledge, alluring but unsettling, drawing inspiration from a pipe to peer into the human soul. So these guys have an occult uh, inflection. There's an element of occultism in a lot of these guys' worldviews.
1: It's not good. You know, I think you know a lot about the Bavarian Illuminati, correct? Well, I can't say I, I'm a scholar, but I, I, I'm
0: having a guy on, later on this month to talk about his book on the Illuminati. But tell me about it. Tell me what you think.
1: Well, you know, uh, this is, is very, very uh, important. I mean, this the, this is a, a, a satanic group which uh, was founded in 1776, the year our nation was founded. And uh, they are the ones who, uh, by Adam Weishaupt, who was who a uh, Bavarian professor of canon law who was born Jewish, grew up Jesuit, became a Satanist, and uh, created this structure, this system, the Illuminati, uh, uh, for the Rothschilds, who were just coming to kind of a financial ascendance in Europe at that time, and uh, and apparently a large group of unseen backers. Which may include the Sanhedrin of, of the Jewish uh, culture, and uh, so it's, it's pr- primarily a Jewish secret society, but not strictly Jewish. And they wanted to, you know, they were fomenters of revolution. They and the Masons, because they, in the next couple of years, they actually took control of the, the upper divisions of the of the Masons. So they used the already existing Masonic uh, secret society to, um, you know, to keep their program going. And the Masons, in, in conjunction with the Illuminati, then uh, managed and organized the French Revolution, you know, the Red Terror, and killed, you know, three million people in the most, most bloody, uh, vicious, uh, satanic orgy of violence and terror and torture. And then this became the prototype then for the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917. And I believe this is where we are now. I think the same group, which I do believe is demon possessed. The the top people would be actually I believe uh, possessed of these demonic spirits. Uh, so they themselves would be kind of ring wraith type individuals. Um, right. I believe this. The goal now is to extend that that uh, Illuminati bloody revolution to the entire world, and. And uh, the Mason's very much in on it. The Satanic group's very much in on it, which apparently includes the intelligence agencies. That also is a cult. So we're dealing with very, very powerful cults, interlocking uh, cults. And, of course, mind control would be one of their most profound uh, methods of control, a secret weapon, which they are wielding now. And I'm sure many of our politicians are controlled in this manner, you know, much like the 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 shooters uh, you know the at Uvalde, et cetera uh they can be controlled as well and um they take out the good guys like they took out olson uh and then the bad guys remain you know and uh, so we in the public sector who are trying to defend our lives and our future and our family's future and our country's future we're we're up against the wall here because this historic group uh which has a plan. Uh, is now executing that plan globally and uh, Tex Mars uh, was a guy who uh, did the power of prophecy series he's a, he was a air force officer for 20 years author of some 70 books and a christian a pastor and he had this power of prophecy uh, dot yeah, com. he recently passed away right last couple of years yeah he died in the last few years the power prophecy dot com program is still going on with Jerry Barrett doing the shows weekly but tex was He's just one of a kind individual, did a tremendous amount of research on the Illuminati. I bought probably about 40 or 50 of his, of his power prophecy programs on CD. And when I'm driving across the country or going to Mexico or something, I'll just plug him in and listen to him and re- repetitively, because there's so much information there about the Illuminati. But with his background in military, uh, he, you know, he's able to tie in geopolitics. Very nicely, and does a brilliant analysis of what's going on in the world geopolitically. He brings in the spiritual factor. He brings in the the Illuminati occult factor. Talks about the Masons. Talks about all of these things in a in a way I think which is just so <laughs> just a you know several cuts above uh, what we get from any other kind of source in terms of. Uh, Giving us information, background information that we can use to understand what's happening, you know, because things are so confusing now. Now, one area that he didn't get into that much, as it turns out, was the targeted individual and mind control phenomena, which is what I've gone into. So if you add what he's done with what I've done and others, you know, in similar fields, the information is out there. And uh, um, but. How many people are going to go? How many, how many? I mean, I, I had my, you know, I guess one of my relatives come and visit here recently, and I plopped down on these huge two volumes I had written uh, uh, between 2011 and 2016. Is Crestone Baca, uh, the Vatican City of the New World Order, uh, an expose of the New World Religion? I plunked these two volumes, over 1,200 pages, in front of him. He didn't even open it. No, I mean, okay. So I can sit down there and I can spend years writing something. Who's gonna Who's gonna read it? Do we have people out there with enough brains and curiosity to educate themselves? I don't know. That's to me. That's the sixty four dollar question. What? Who? Who are we talking to? Who's out there? Is there anybody out there with 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 balls? Is there anybody out there with brains? Is there anybody out there with a survival instinct who would like to? Uh, beat these, uh, these psychopaths? I certainly hope so. How long is it gonna take before they realize, or are they gonna be defeated before they ever, or before they ever, uh, make any counter, uh, counter resistance? I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, how this- long can
0: these, how long can these people endure the torturing of their own brainwashed minds? Just like the song says. Like, they're definitely inflicting trauma upon the population through actions and things like that, so. It's it's incredible. I mean, 9-11 is a perfect example of just like what they did over COVID to the people. I mean, they, they did use those techniques of like you're going to die. Um, you know, everybody's fear of death. Like you're about to die. They actually set it on that uh, White House thing. If you don't get your vaccine, you're dead. You're going <laughs> to suffer and die. So how long are people going to tolerate that? People lying to them, manipulating them? I don't know. It's a great question. Eric, yeah, we're at the hour. We're at the 60 minutes. Yeah. How do you want to just su- summarize? And, uh, I mean, I think you kind of had a semi-closing statement there, but why don't you do that? And then we'll, uh, leave it until the next interview. next
1: discussion. Well, I, yeah, again, I really enjoy these conversations, William, because you're so up to speed on these things. Great. We can move through Great. a lot of material very quickly. And uh, for those who want to go deeper, again, my five websites are gang stalking, mind control cults dot com, long URL, uh nine one one nwo dot com uh San Luis Valley Waterwatch dot com natural climate change dot org goes into the geoengineering and all that stuff um and uh, and then my musical website is ericcarlstrom dot com and a couple of years ago twenty nineteen in the fall I put together a series of uh seventy four soundtracks which is available for sale on my ericcarlstrom.com website entitled, entitled Lifeline Essential Insights and Healing Music for Illegally Targeted Citizens. And that, that's who they're targeting. They're targeting uh, citizens who are uh, not guilty of any crime. It's an extra legal process. And uh, this is the TI phenomenon, a unacknowledged special access project. Uh, but this, this program then can create these shooters. Again, with electronic frequencies, satellites, supercomputers, people can be tracked, people can be harassed and traumatized, people can have their personality broken, and they can become bio-robot slaves for the system. And then they're programmed, and they can be programmed to kill. And this is a very unsavory subject, and I, you know, I'd rather talk about bluegrass music and puppy dogs, you know, believe me, but we're in a very dangerous place in the world right now extremely dangerous yeah. because this this uh, cabal this cult at the top has full access to this technology they have all, the government has a monopoly on violence it seems we have to be nonviolent they can be as violent as they want they use us against each other they pit us against each other it's a little like the hunger games you know and how do you control somebody well you control the people around them That's how I'm controlled. I'm a TI. How do they control me? They control, they, they, they surround me with surveillance role players. People get paid to be surveillance role players. They are crisis actors. They are fake people, much like the movie, The Truman Show. They are actually spies. They're taking whatever information they get and bringing it back up the chain of command up to the NSA through the NSA global spy network. All this is described very well in a series of, of interviews by, uh, uh, activists and New Zealand politician Susie Dawson, which I have on my website so the the information's out there for people who are targeted you yes you're being put through hell we're being put through hell, but we can through information and knowledge survive this, and I'm hoping that with uh, you know with time uh, with a more critical mass of people who understand this, we can turn this around, we can prosecute the criminals who are in the dhs and the FBI and uh, our local sheriff and the CIA and the FBI and the and nsa and, and of course our local stalkers, the perps on the ground uh, but but uh, we need to know these technologies. I was very confused when I became targeted uh, viciously in two thousand and thirteen that first year or two is shock and awe it 's like they want to just take you out with all kinds of horrendous experiences. Uh, if you can survive those years, the first two years, through knowledge and understand what's actually happening and that it's happening to many, many others, you're not alone, then maybe we, you can survive it. And I think it's part of a genocide program uh, involving also many other elements. But it's a very, very nasty genocide, which our government is doing. So I say stop paying these people. Uh, for killing us <laughs> amen amen to that and so i will put links to your
0: websites and show notes and so people can reach out and talk to you contact you through the websites and again the guest was dr eric carlstrom talking about mass shootings mk ultra and programmed to kill thanks so much for your time
1: thank you william always um, a take pla- care
0: likewise take care bye-bye let me see if i can stop this.